You're listening to episode 33 of the Declare Conference podcast. Today's featured sponsor is Revelation Wellness. What does your health have to do with your faith? Everything. Revelation Wellness is excited to bring the love of Christ into your body as well as your spirit at this year's Declare Conference. Come taste and see that the Lord is good and he says there is no flaw in you. Revelation Wellness is a nonprofit ministry dedicated to educating and inspiring people to live healthy and whole lives in Christ so that with the love they have been given, they will love others well. For more information about Revelation Wellness, go to revelationwellness.org or follow them at Revelation Wellness. There may be standardized paths that work for a lot of people, but that doesn't mean it has to be your standardized path. And God can create room for your gifts and your skills um, and can encourage you to cultivate them, even if it's not even something that you're paying attention to. God, if you're listening, He can give you the right message from the right person at the right time in the right season of your life and equip you with the right skills to do the right thing when He calls you. And if we trust Him, um, then He can create opportunities where you think you've run out. In this episode, I'm chatting with Crystal Evans Hurst. She's an author and speaker, and she's going to be a keynote this year at Declare. And we're so thankful to have her back at the conference. Crystal and I today chat a little bit about if you're interested in being a speaker, how to make that happen, different tips and conferences you could go to, and how to just kind of grow where you are and not necessarily trying to make things happen, but trusting that God will bring those opportunities to you. I think you're going to enjoy everything Crystal has to say. She has a word with words. So let's get right to it. Here we go. Hey, Crystal, welcome to the Declare Conference podcast. Hey, Heather. Thanks for having me. Well, we are so excited to have you be a keynote this year. I know you've been a faithful Declare attendee and um, loved when you've shared your heart. So welcome back. Oh, I'm so excited to be coming back. It's a great conference. It is. And I just am excited about our new location. You're going to love. Have you ever been to the Cooper Clinic? Years ago, I actually went and let them check my whole body. Oh, you did that? The whole body scan? I did. Yeah. In yeah. fact, in fact, I think I may do it. It's been 20 years. I think I may time. make an appointment and do that right before the conference. I could be all sad about all the things that are wrong with my body. <laughs> How about after? I think <laughs> maybe the Sunday after. We'll be sad. We'll be like, like what's I can't wrong with give Crystal? my keynote. I'm dying. I'm dying. Crystal's really depressed this weekend. What is going on? Well, they added since in the last 20 years, they've added a whole new fitness facility. Mm. And uh, it's amazing. Like, I bet it is. I bet it is. It's really top notch. So um, yeah. that'll be fun. Well, for those who don't know you and uh, didn't get to meet you last year or they are maybe new to the conference, how about you just um, take a second and introduce everyone to your family real quick? Sure. Well, I am married to Jesse. I call him my mister. Mm-hmm. And uh, we've been married for 14 years. When we got married, we each gave each other a girl for our wedding day as a gift. And so we came into it with two girls and since then have added three boys. The girls are 23 and 19 now. The oldest is married. The boys are 12, almost 12, 10, and 6. Yeah, there we go. Full house. Full house. Full house. Mm -hmm. And so in all of that and having kids, and I know you've worked some, I don't even know what you used to do for a job. Oh, you know what? Yeah, we haven't gone there in life. I was a money girl. I worked for, um, 
I was an accountant. I've actually passed the CPA exam, but I never worked for a CPA long enough to put the letters after my name, but I did pass the test. And for the 10 years I was a single parent, I was working in money stuff. So the last job I had, it was institutional money management. I was basically a stock picker. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. Wow. All right. Yeah. I know about that world. Ruth used Mm -hmm. to work at a hedge fund. I know it was very stressful, very lucrative, yes. and um, but I I, lo- I loved it for that season, and I'm I'm glad we've moved on from that and into other seasons. <laughs> it's kind of like homeschooling, but not at all. <laughs> okay, so then when did you start online stuff? What year was it? Okay, so I started blogging in 2004. Okay. There was some little homeschool site. I don't remember the name of it, but it was only homeschool people. And I just blogged my daily chronicles. It was called Crystal's Daily Chronicles. And I just was mainly talking about homeschool stuff. And then I was like, wait a minute, I have more to say than homeschool (laughs) stuff. So then I moved to Blogger and I did that for um, a while. I kind of slowed down hugely in 2008 because in 2007, um, I mean, I was blogging every day and just heavy into it. And I had um, been blogging like our family trips. We'd taken a road trip and 16th birthdays, all this stuff. Mm-hmm. And in November of that year, my computer crashed. Hmm. And I had an external drive sitting on my kitchen table, still in the box, but had not backed up any of my pictures. Mm-hmm. So that year's worth of memories, about eight months worth of memories were lost. And it just threw me. It just threw me for a loop. And, you know, I had to get a new computer and the stuff wasn't right. And so I probably blogged from 2008 to 2012, a total of 10 times. <laughs> um, so that was kind of my, you know, and then I was, I had three little kids, you know, under five. It was just a, you know, big change of life. And yeah. so kind of slowed down. And then in 2012, um, my dad asked me to join him in writing a book. The book is called Kingdom Woman. We co-authored that. And so the publishers were like, so don't you have a blog? And, and as a matter of fact, a lot of the stuff that is in the book came from the blog. Really? Uh, okay. Yeah, my part came from my blog. And so they said, you know, are you still blogging? I said, no, not really. They said, yep, you need to start that back up. So I've been blogging and podcasting since um, since 2012. And it's a, a little bit of everything. Um, but I would say the four categories are like faith, faith, family, food and fitness and fun, which is basically everything else. So I like just talking about life. Well, I like that you talk about life. And I think, I think I met you around that time and you were just kind of getting, doing some stuff with Sally, right? Yes. I, um, had come to, um, her mom heart conference um, a couple of years. And one of those years she mentioned doing an intensive with people that maybe wanted to do more with the ministry. Mm-hmm. And um, just to give your name, if you wanted more information and I did, and I got some email about her being in Houston to record s- something for her ministry. And if you were interested in getting more information to come. So I literally got up on a Saturday morning and told my husband, Hey, can I just drive down here? I'll come back tonight. And <laughs> drove down to Houston. It's three hours from where I live and um, went to this thing and then ended up having this conversation with her and I ended up going to dinner. And then that just started a series of things. Um, but she was actually um, the first person um, in this season of my life with kids and life and all that who looked at me and said, 
Have you ever thought about speaking? Because you mm. really, you really, I see that that's a gift that you have and you should cultivate that. Mm. So that started, she's done, she has intensives for people to um, get feedback on their speaking and writing. And I had to apply for those. And I think I did that two or three times. But mm-hmm. that was the beginning of basically God saying to me through her, I need you to embrace this place of writing and speaking. And this was not on my list of things to do. I was happily at home making peanut butter and jelly sandwiches and teaching people about addition and subtraction. Um, And it kind of resigned, to be honest with you, Heather. I had kind of resigned that doing this kind of thing was for other people. You know, my Mm -hmm. sister's um, a speaker and a writer. My dad's a speaker and a pastor. My brother's a speaker. My other brother's a singer. You know, and everybody's all over the place doing big things. And I just said, no, you know what? This is That's not what my life is about. Yeah. And I was completely content with that. But God kind of gave me a push. And Sally was one of those uh, pushes. Um, the invitation to write a book with my dad was another. So I've kind of been thrusted into yeah. um, this season. But God gives grace for what he calls you to do because it certainly was not something that I was trying to conjure up. I mean, I think I missed the heavy duty, super de duper blogging years. I mean, the people that I remember following and knowing in 2005 or six, if they kept doing it, seven, eight, nine, 10, 11, 12, they like blew up. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, yeah, full time. Yeah, full Crystal time. Payne, I remember following her when she had that little bitty, <laughs> that little baby, that one baby. And, you know, yeah. her husband was in law school. I remember that. Mm-hmm. And I remember thinking in 2011 and 12, man, I missed it. Mm. You know, I, I didn't, I wasn't doing what all the, successful blogger people, writer, speaker people were doing. I wasn't consistent. I didn't stick with it. And, you know, I just think there's a message in that for anybody who feels called to do anything. There may be standardized paths that work for a lot of people, but that doesn't mean it has to be your standardized path. And God can create room for your gifts and your skills um, and can encourage you to cultivate them, even if it's not even something that you're paying attention to. God, if you're listening, he can give you the right message from the right person at the right time in the right season of your life and equip you with the right skills to do the right thing when he calls you. And if we trust him, um, then he can create opportunities where you think you've run out. Um, well, that's good. Yeah. So that's kind of my story. I think that it's it's really interesting because I bet those bloggers who were there in 2005, I'm pretty confident they didn't know that this would be their life in 2015 mm-hmm. no. and they were just doing it. You, you know, you could say, oh man, I missed the boat. I, I, I messed, it messed me up. But I bet that morning that you drove down to see Sally, you didn't know that that would be the starting point of launching you to where you are now. And uh, I think that it's really cool. I think if anyone, you know, we've on these declare podcasts, we've mentioned a lot of different opportunities for people and things po- from podcasting themselves to writing newsletters to books. And, you know, you mentioned speaking so what if someone's out there and they're like, I've always thought about speaking. I kind of feel like God's calling me to speak, but I don't know what steps to take. You know, I know you're kind of happened organically, but what would you say, what advice would you give to that person? Well, um, three things come to mind. First of all is take the opportunities you have. I see so many people that have a vision for doing a, a, using their gifting or being involved in ministry in a certain way, and they're only looking for that. Mm. If you are called to minister, to share with people, to encourage people, that does not have to be in front of a crowd of 3,000 people. Right. And I know somebody's going, yeah, but that's easy for you to say because you do that sometimes. But I think they have to understand that before there was ever this season of my life, 
I was religious about having people in my home just to share. I talked a lot about motherhood or I'd do a little Bible study or a book thing. And, you know, whenever I had an opinion, I'd, I'd share that. I practiced a skill without knowing that I was practicing it. I was writing and didn't know that some of the things I wrote in my blog would end up in a book. I was just following my passion. And I think if you free yourself up to follow your passion wherever that leads and mm-hmm. release the expectation of how many people will be there, or how many people mm-hmm. will read it, or how many people you had stop by your blog today, if you will say, this is my gifting, this is my passion, and I'm going to use it in the, in the season of life that I'm in with the places that I have available to tread. That's mm-hmm. where That's what being faithful is about. And then you trust God to make up the difference now. That said, that was point one, I think. <laughs> the second really thing is cultivate yeah. cultivate your skills. So um, She Speaks is a great conference. I'm going to go there um, this summer to talk about podcasting. And I think podcasting, um, you know, conferences and things like that. I mean, there's tons of them. Michael Hyatt has his SCORE conference. And a lot of these conferences aren't cheap. But if you really believe in this skill skill and gift that God has given you and you want to cultivate it, maybe you don't go this year. Maybe for the next three years, you save up your money. Mm-hmm. But you know, just figure out what can I do to cultivate this skill. Um, podcasting for me has been that. I didn't know what I was doing. I had to have a friend um, lead me through that process. And um, honestly, that has been one of the best things because on a weekly basis, I practice talking. And I have mm-hmm. no idea who's listening, but I can listen to myself talking and go, I could have said that in like, you know, five minutes instead of 20. Or, man, that was a quotable. You know, I need to pull mm-hmm. that. I mean, I you, you're coaching yourself. Mm. Um, to, so I think that's the second thing that I would do. And then I would say, follow people who are doing what you're doing. And see how they do it. What what are the skills that they use when they write? What are the what are the writings um, that you're drawn to, or the speakers that you're drawn to, or the books that you're drawn to? How do they do it? Study their craft. And there are cheaper ways to even um, you know than going to conferences and stuff. There's a book called Anne Lamont um, called Bird by Bird, mm-hmm. and it's for writers. If writing is your thing, get books that talk to writers. If speaking is your thing. Get books from the library for free that talk about speaking. Join a Toastmasters group. I mean, Mm -hmm. there are so many things that are available. And if you don't know what they are, start with what you know and ask a bunch of questions. But if you believe in your skill, use it where you're at. Um, Take the opportunities that you have in front of you to develop and practice those skills and then research the options for pouring more into um, your current skill set so that you can do it even better as God grants you different seasons to walk in. I think that's a, I think what's interesting even about what you said is there's intentional cultivation, right? Like I'm going to yes. go get that book and there, but it was interesting that you said in your, you know, your own personal testimony that you were cultivating without knowing. And I think right. God does that. If you are, yes. if you're not, I think where we mess up in this online ministry stuff, or if we even forget and go, go to online platform building instead of ministry <laughs> is we kind of lose our passion and we're following a pattern or a recipe. Mm-hmm. And so when you get stuck in that churning and you're just, oh, this is what so-and-so did. And I'm supposed to have three blogs a week and I'm supposed to, do, and I'm supposed to, and I'm supposed to, instead of, you know what? I just love blank and I'm just going to do blank. And for me, that came in, you know what? I'm going to pull back on the online and I'm going to volunteer my ch- children's church ministry and teach Bible stories every Sunday because I love it. Yeah. And I didn't even think about it until maybe was when we were all talking, I don't even know, but I'm 
practicing speaking every single Sunday. I'm practicing getting in front of a group. Now, they are a cute group, and they don't throw things at me very much, but it's well, practicing. If, if you were boring, they would tell you that. They would tell, they would tell me. They would, they would fall asleep, literally. Yeah. They would fall asleep. <laughs> they and, and you have to simplify the gospel, and I'm having to yeah. learn to choose my words carefully, you know, and, and make it tangible. But I think even... Even cultivating in our everyday life, you don't know what God's growing in you just by living out your story right now. I had had to tell someone once, you know what? I think speaking is in your future, but I think you're still living out your story. Mm -hmm. And hold the brakes and trust that he's still teaching you and it's going to be so good. Just, Just wait a little bit. Just wait a little bit. Yeah, we want to exchange the process of our story or the product of someone else's story. Mm, mm. And we don't know what the process is that they had to go through. And the mm-hmm. truth be told, if we saw the process, we might not want the product. Exactly. But yeah. all of that is wasted when you are exchanging it because there is value in your story, your angle. And this is something I'm saying this. I'm like, Crystal, are you listening to yourself? Because preach <laughs> <laughs> yourself. Because I have to really tell myself, I mean, I'm thinking, why would I ever write? I've had like some ideas for maybe I want to write another book. I don't know. And I can't get it going because honestly, every time I write down an idea or I think of something, I'll go, somebody has already written about that. Mm -hmm. Somebody's already spoken about that. Mm -hmm. There's already a Bible study about this. And Mm -hmm. I talk myself out of something that may be for me to do and what I'm the reason why I'm doing that is I'm assuming that their product is it, it is the sum total of everybody's process and it's mm, not mm. my in my interpretation of a study of the book of the bible or my interpretation of motherhood or my interpretation of marriage or whatever is different because it's my life my voice. And we discount our voices. And no one has your fingerprint. No one has your full life experience. Mm. And no one has your voice. Mm. We just have to become content, not complacent, but content to exercise to the fullest our current voice with the current opportunities that we have and look at other people for tips and tools for how to do it better, but don't let their product distract us from our process. I think that'd be a good little printable right there. Get somebody on that. <laughs> Get somebody on that. Oh, that's really so good. I think uh, with it's just in our face all the time what everyone's doing. Products oh, yeah. are just coming at us. And especially, you know, we've known these people. I'm thinking, was it 2012 that you wrote Kingdom Woman? <laughs> and I, I was just. it's t- It came out in 2013. Okay, but 2000, I'm like. Yeah, it's been a minute. That's when I met you, maybe? How is that possible? <laughs> I've had an agent for three years. I mean, <laughs> and, you, and you not only wrote the book and it's already been done like three two years ago. I mean, I can't. You just can't look at those products. It's going to make you crazy. It will it's make- not even something I want. Why would I care? Doesn't even matter. Yeah. So I think I think that is a wise word no matter what. And have you been to She Speaks before? I'm for just gonna go totally second. tangent. What? For, for a hot second, because okay. my church does a big women's conference the weekend of She Speaks, okay. and my mother is not releasing me from showing up to do the praise <laughs> worship. So last year Priscilla was uh, making a movie. She's in a movie this uh 
fall war room. Um, yes. Philip Shire is my sister. I don't think I said that, but she's in this movie. So she was in North Carolina making the movie. I went to see her. Mm-hmm. And when I, um, I had been talking to Lisa about writing on the blog, we, we had a, that was another thing. I'm a writer for Proverbs 31. I'm going to take a tangent from your tangent. I like I'm going to take it. a writer from, I'm a writer for Proverbs 31. I'm on their speaker team. How did that happen? Does Priscilla know Lisa? Sure. They do the Women of Faith events together or they've done them. My brother has been at events with Lisa Turkers. But how did I run into Lisa Turkers? Because on a day that I wasn't supposed to be at our church offices, she was there meeting with my dad's editor working on concept material for his Kingdom Kids book. Mm. I didn't know they were meeting there. I wasn't even supposed to be there. And on that day, I wrote a blog post entitled, What Would I do if I loved my boys. And it was in the wake of one of these black boys getting killed. And, you know, I was just thinking about wrestling with that with my children. Mm -hmm. And I wrote this post and, you know, Lisa has adopted um, two boys. um, I forget which country, but from Africa. And Mm -hmm. so she happened that day to read that post on the day I happened to be in the office on the day that they happened to be having a meeting. Wow. So that wasn't even like I worked to ha- you know what I mean? It, was it just wasn't like you drove like no, to go meet her no, like with the Sally thing. Like you was no, totally no. God ordained, God totally appointed. God ordained. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. That happened because of that. So, um, so I'm saying that to say because we had been talking about that, um, and I was going to be in North Carolina anyway. She said, "Hey, do you want to come to the She Speaks part that you can come to?" So I basically have been in like a day and a half of it. Mm. So this year I'm going to go for everything but Saturday because <laughs> I have to get on a plane and come back and sing some worship songs at my church on Sunday, mm. Saturday morning. <laughs> So it's a very good conference. It is, um, you have tracks. I mean, you come to work. You come to work on you. Um, You're going to be encouraged about the principle of growing um, where you're planted, blooming where you're planted, and, you know, and all of those things. But you're also going to get tangible, practical. If you're on a speaker's track, you'll speak. They'll listen to you. They'll give you feedback. If you're on a writer's track, same thing. They're going to review your work. If you want to sign up in advance for an opportunity to meet with a publisher, you can do that. And they have all the big publishers there. So it is, It is. Um, in fact, I might have to interview Lisa about this on my podcast. But yeah. the reason why there is a She Speaks is because when she went to her first, um, it's, it's the big Christian publishers thing, and mm-hmm. she was shopping her book. She didn't know what she was doing. And she mm-hmm. told the Lord, if you will allow me to get a book published and navigate this process, I promise you, I will dedicate a part of my ministry life to helping other people figure this out. And that's what she speaks is for. Mm. Well, and it's it's expensive a little bit. It is expensive. It is expensive. But they're like all expensive. Said, they're all expensive. But that one, I mean, I felt like. <laughs> Super expensive. It's a little bit more. It's like a little more than mm-hmm. well, maybe double of what. <laughs> but I think, you know, you just save up lots of presents from Christmas and birthdays. And I mean, you're getting stuff maybe from parents and whatever, your husband. Yeah. So save it up if that's like you said, or, you know, sell some things on Facebook. But here's here's my deal. Cultivate it. Different structs for different folks, right? Yeah. I, if you got it, because it's like, it is expensive. <laughs> yeah. If you have it and you can write a check or you want to save up for it for three years, do it. But if yeah. you don't, don't go all is lost because it's right. lost. There are yeah. tons of other conferences that are less expensive, but also you can, I know that like um, Proverbs 31, they have a thing called Compel, but it's like $25 a month and you get coaching. Like it's like group coaching to be a better writer. You can mm-hmm. do stuff like that. Or like I said, Get in a free Toastmasters group to yeah. practice your speaking and tell somebody at your church, I really feel that I'm called to teach. 
would you be willing to work with me? Or, you know, do you have any tips for what I can do to strengthen that skill? I mean, mm-hmm. I love talking, but I want to develop the skill of talking with a multimedia presentation. So guess what I'm doing? Yeah. So I go to the Apple store and I sit there and let the training that came with my last computer purchase help me to learn skills that I need because I want to learn how to do multimedia presentations with Keynote. I don't know how to do that. But, you know, everybody has to learn something at some point. And all that you can do is work with the opportunities that you have and seek out new ones. Mm -hmm. But while you're trying to grow, don't neglect the place you're planted. I really believe that if you work to bloom where you're planted and then to do your part to um, investigate other opportunities, then at that point, you trust God to do the rest. Yeah. I think that's so good. Yeah. If you don't go to She Speaks, you can still be a speaker. God can yeah. still use you. I think that's very wise. Well, Crystal, we're excited to have you come to Declare. And I've been asking some of the speakers some questions. So here they are. Very, very serious. Serious theology. No, just kidding. Mm. No. <laughs> What's your favorite <laughs> beverage? And I know this is a hard question. Girl, please. <laughs> What's your favorite beverage? Sweet tea. I know. Okay. All day long. Sonic with the Sonic ice. Route 44, separate cup for ice so that it can last like four days in the fridge. <laughs> I have a whole system. <laughs> That's awesome. So if we just had the sweet tea flown with the Sonic ice at Declare, you'd be happy. Yeah, probably, but that wouldn't necessarily would, be a good thing. It wouldn't be good for your diet. You would be at the Cooper <laughs> Clinic. You're like, I'm going right. to do my full body scan after this. After. Did you hear the after? Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So then the next question is, if we lived on another planet that had more than 24 hours, and so um, you had free time, it's a thing. I'd be so happy. Yeah. Okay. What would you do with that free time? <laughs> like if you had, you know, and you can't say like seminary, I would work on my finals more. Write a paper. No, 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 no. I'm like, I want another answer because the first thing that came to mind, I don't want to say. Say it. Okay. So I would just be glad for more time on the internet. I would just be like, can I sit on lynda.com for eight hours a day and just learn stuff? Can I learn Photoshop? Can I learn how to use a digital camera? Can I, I have currently, literally right now on this computer, because there's another computer in my house. This one, I have 40 tabs open. Oh, my stars. So it's a sickness. It's input. You are you are a researcher. You love more information. You love to yes, learn. That's good. I just struggle with landing the plane. That's where I have trouble. I have trouble landing the plane. But you got a but lot I, in there. The, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's what I do. So in your free time, you would learn more. I would learn more. That's good. I like that. I haven't gotten that answer yet, and I like it. I think, it's, I think that really, the, you know, there's a good group of us that would agree with that. And you're even in seminary, so you're learning stuff there. So. Yeah, that's that's what they say. <laughs> let, me, let me tell you something that's hilarious. I am reading with my kids for homeschool this book about um, the church, like the early church people, like mm-hmm. martyrs and, yeah. you know, Augustine. I didn't grow up learning this stuff. I mean, sometimes I look at my dad and I'm like, why didn't you teach me this stuff? <laughs> because the college I, kids go without shoes. <laughs> right. So this literally right now in my seminary class. I am learning in theology the stuff that I'm reading with my kids, mm. and I totally am learning more from reading my kids' stuff than I am the seminary books. Interesting. I'm like, maybe I should just fully commit myself to my homeschooling journey with my kids, and I'll get everything that I can. <laughs> and just get it approved minus, from DTS. And, right, and minus the 10-page paper that I have due tomorrow. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I think, I think 
there's something to that. And I think when you're teaching your kids, it requires you to take a different perspective than when you're just soaking up information. Like yes, teaching yes. you always learn it more. That is funny. Yeah. Yeah. Good old. I, I was thinking about, okay, I was homeschooled. I went to a Christian high school, went to a Christian college. I took an entire semester of Old Testament, entire semester of New Testament. Like I totally fell asleep in some of those classes. <laughs> I had all this information at my disposal and I'm like, learned it and took the test and forgot it. Well, yeah, I am definitely information junkie because two of the, okay, so I'm in my second semester. So I'm four classes in, right? Yeah. This just shows you this is how crazy I am. So last semester, one class I made an A in mm-hmm. the other class, which was supposed to be the easier one, no test, no papers. I made a D what? this, right. This semester, I have uh, a, an A in one class mm-hmm. and I'm praying to God that the 10 page paper I write tomorrow pulls me into passing. Now, this summer, I'm going to go back and reread all the stuff that I don't feel like I got the first time. Yeah. Like that's how, because I'm not really in it for the degree. I mean, honestly, I work at my church already. Uh, okay. I have a book already. Okay. Yeah. I have, you know, I'm speaking. I don't need the degree per se, yeah. but I want the knowledge. And I recognize that the only way that I'm going to be disciplined and systematic about doing it is if there's an accountability somewhere. Yeah. So, yeah. but I you know, agree. somebody was like, you're going to read this summer after you finish the class. I was like, yeah, because I wanted the knowledge. I didn't want the grade. But the key is, will you have the accountability? Will you do it? That's the problem. I'll have the idea. Yeah. I'll do that this summer. And then I never do it. Well, I told somebody to okay. hold me accountable. Well, now you just told all the Declare Conference people. So the end right. of July, so they'll be, like, be like, did you finish all your stuff? Yeah, they will. Someone will. You know it. You know it. Oh, oh well, well we're excited, Crystal, to have you back. And um, we love everything about you. So can't wait to hear from you from the stage. Well, I'm excited. I'm totally excited. I just think I, 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 I without being an insider, to the changes of Declare, um, you know, moving the location and changing the size and all that. I'm just a firm believer that change is great mm-hmm. I'm, for a lot of reasons, but mostly just because shaking things up when Jesus came, mm-hmm. that was his whole thing. Mm-hmm. He shook things up yeah. and people have a different level of awareness and attentiveness when you shake things up. Yeah. So I'm just excited that you guys, without even knowing what all the backstory is, that there are changes because when things are shaken up, that's when new things are born. So I'm excited to be a part of that. Well, that goes with what something that God's already brewing in our hearts. So yay, yay. You're right. Exactly. Yes. Look at that. You don't even know. <laughs> well, thanks, Crystal. I hope you get that paper done. I'll let you go so that you can go write it. <laughs> <laughs> we want you to, to succeed. I'm going to try to channel Tony Evans. There you go. There you go. In 40 years of listening to this man's preach that I could just throw up onto this piece Here of paper. You go. Just type, 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 type. It'll come out. <laughs> oh, all right. Well, thanks, Crystal. Have a good day. Welcome. All you right. too. Bye. If you learned a few great things today, imagine how much more you will learn when you attend the Declare Conference this summer. You'll meet new people, hear awesome speakers, eat delicious food, and worship our amazing Lord. August in Dallas, Texas. For more information, go to www.declareconference.com. See y'all there.